Welcome to the Pod Bay Door. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Pod Bay Door, your source for honest info on the newest tech, movies, games, and of course, our base, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sit back, relax, and have some fun, and maybe gain some interesting and useful information along the way. You can find us on iTunes Podcast at the Pod Bay Door. Our YouTube channel is the Pod Bay Door Podcast, or find us on, on any of your favorite podcast apps. Keep hitting those subscribe, like, and download buttons. Uh, we really appreciate that. And look for us on all of your favorite social sites. For Adam and Sam, this is Jamie. We love the comments and uh, show suggestions coming in, uh, and, uh, and we try to answer everything. And, uh, but before we start that, um, I want to welcome Sam. Sam, you're, you've never been on hey, camera. Hey, what's up, Sam? Hi, hi everybody. This, How you doing? <laughs> this is Sam. Sam, is, uh, is, uh, uh, his side job is a sriracha salesman. Of course. Uh, Best sauce in the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Sam is uh, joining the table today, so he. Um, so if uh, we yeah. have technical breakdowns, you can blame Sam. Yeah, we can put a, a face to your voice So, now. so we're, we're breaking right. down the fourth wall? Is this what's going on? Yeah. I think so. Fourth, fourth <laughs> wall is broken down? Fourth, yeah, okay. and, and Sam, Sam is the uh, Sam. Sam's the small brother of the family. <laughs> no. Yes, I, I have to meals last, you know, eat whatever's left, I guess. <laughs> well, welcome to the table, Sam. We, we appreciate all your efforts. Thanks for having me here. All right, here we go. Right, uh, we'll jump right in. Real Film Guy 23 wrote, uh, Las Vegas is a terrible place to work in film. Well, uh, we're going to, actually, we're going to reference uh, uh, Mr. Kelly Schwartz, uh, writer and director of, uh, of our last episode. And thanks again, Kelly, for uh, the use of the studio. I had a great time. Oh, that place was beautiful. Um uh, and, and I'm sure Kelly would disagree. I disagree, but but I believe the comment comes from uh, uh, is derived from two areas. One, I think uh, real film guy 23 means that um, uh, well, it, it's not his entire comment, uh, so it's just an excerpt. But he's uh, referring to talent, the talent level here in Las Vegas, being, and being hard to come by, being hard to come by, uh, and quality talent, and also quality. Um, Behind the camera, uh, PAs, uh, a cameraman, and, um, uh, and almost anything. I, I believe that's what he means, and um, I, I have to strongly disagree, which, which I'm assuming I'm speaking for uh, most of the industry as well. Um, uh, Las Vegas, without question, is a jumping-off point uh, for many industries, um, uh, including uh, technical, gaming, uh, film, uh, photography, but uh, it has, I, I think, maintained a, a quality level, uh, or it's actually raised in quality level. Las Vegas, as you as you know from our previous guest, uh, uh, Danette, uh, with the film uh, with Nevada Film Office, um, we we we're a destination point for for filming. So that that point alone, and you know uh, the fact that we hosted, uh, you know. Jason Bourne and film after film. I think that's a that's a, a an ill-conceived comment. And CinemaCon. 
obviously. And CinemaCon, yeah. So. Uh, Las Vegas is a, is a is not just a jumping off point. It's a landing point for an entire industry. So It's a premier destination, yeah, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. So uh, uh, we, we at this table, unfortunately, have to disagree with real film guy. We'll have to have him so, elaborate on more of yeah, what's, yeah. what's and, bad about Vegas. Yeah. And we're, we're, not saying, we're not saying he's wrong. We're saying we disagree with his opinion because, you know, and in this show, we just, you know, it's discuss right, our opinions. Right. Well, what I'd like to know, two questions I'd have for him is, um, and hopefully he's listening and we'll write back in, um, is, do you live here? Uh, and uh, are you in the industry? So I, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of information, but I found that to be a, um, a very kind generalized a statement. statement. Yeah, yeah. kind of scary. But it just, it's, it's not, just on its <laughs> surface, it, it's, it's incorrect. Um, moving on. Uh, Jammer9x wrote, uh, great show. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Keep watching and listening. Uh, you need to talk local, the, the local music scene. Um, honestly, I had not thought of that, and absolutely we will. Uh, I, um, uh, with all the guests that have come on, they've been luckily uh, my friends, and I have a tremendous number of friends that are entertainers uh, that we're going to have on uh, in upcoming episodes. And I will make an effort to uh, to get the to uh, see who they yeah, have singers, who they know in the singers uh, in and, the local and, scene. Yeah, singers, yeah. musicians, uh, uh, agents. Uh, so yes, absolutely, we'll we'll dedicate uh, quite a bit more time to that. Yesterday, uh, me and Ann were discussing about the local talent in Vegas, mm-hmm. and from my recollection so far, because I'm not that in depth, was uh, was Panic at the Disco, oh, uh, some the Killers, Angela. and um, there's just one cover band that also does original music that's always fun. Oh, is yeah. uh, Steel Panther. Oh, still Panther. No, those guys, yeah. excellent They're concert. Legit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that a couple times here and, in Vegas. And they always put on a yeah. good show. And another uh, uh, cover band, uh, well, it's a, it's a, I think they call them dedication bands now, okay. um, is uh, uh, Purple Rain. Oh, yes. And that's R-E-I-G-N, yes. mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and uh, lots of, lots of uh, coverage now since yes. the passing of Prince. Um, but uh, absolutely, we will have um, uh, music be a, a large part of, of upcoming shows. Um, and we have, oh gosh, let me see. what it, how, Star, Star Wars Rogue 7, I believe. That's what we're shooting for here. I, I know it's hard to have uh, screen names nowadays because they're all taken. See, we can already tell that he's biased toward this, yeah. this movie and comment. But right. We're about to get in trouble, right? Rogue. Yeah, no, Sam's about to get in trouble. Yeah. That's okay. Okay, well. Uh, Star Wars Rogue 7 uh, wrote, uh, thought your review of Rogue One, sorry, Rogue One, and that's the the Star Wars uh, standalone, uh, was weak. Well, um, I don't know if you meant the, the, the review was weak. Uh, we, we didn't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, it really wasn't much of a review. It was kind of a passing comment. It was a comment. Yes. Yeah. So, so, uh, so but we can go in depth on who, this. Don't who, you who worry. Who wants to take this first? Are we going to roast I'll, I'll, I'll go first because I, I just watched it. Gotcha. Oh, perfect. Um, and um, and of course, I watched it uh, just after watching the release of the uh, the new Star Wars trailer, Star Wars uh, the sure, eight. Are they, are they calling it eight? Right Last now? Jedi. The Last yeah, Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, I found that to be disappointing. Uh, just trailer? as an aside, yes. Um, I know it was a teaser, and uh, it was a long teaser, yeah, but it was it a was. teaser. But but I, I I don't know. I, I it was very ref- uh, it was a, a reflective um, uh, viewpoint, uh, uh, but. I, I, I digress. Um, Rogue One. It was a quality film, as they all are going to be and have been. Sure, Disney's got massive budgets. Oh yeah, and it's and look great. I think uh, the quality of the film and the uh, technical aspects of the film. Uh, I thought the score was uh, outstanding. Although you know, of course, we're uh, it's not John Williams. 
Uh, but Correct. Uh, it's, uh, it's his. It was a good enough uh, facsimile, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you start with Williams and then you move on. How can you lose? However, um, and the actors were, you know, uh, they, they were pretty good. The young lady, you know, of course, coming off of uh, Inferno, uh, the Dan Brown film, a uh, book and then film with Tom Hanks. I enjoyed her in that, uh, Rogue One. I found it to be disappointing uh, for one simple reason. Now, I am of the generation that stood in line uh, happily for hours. Um, and, and I went to Star Wars at a, at a theater in, in Arizona called the Cine Capri. And I mean, it was a premium theater, beautiful theater, old, sc- old school. It had the red velvet curtains and everything. Nice. And I remember being so excited. And, and there was a, and I, and I said this to Adam, there was a roguish nature to the films themselves. It was brand new concept, it was a risk, and it was just, just, uh, just a hell of a lot of fun. And they kept being so. Um, now, of course, the new ones that Mr. Lucas produced, uh, the, the prequels, or the sequels, or whatever you want to call them, not, not you know, it was okay. The not, one with Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, had its faults. You know, and it, know. there was the whole hoopla about um, Jar Jar. <laughs> you know, the the racist Jar Jar, which I think is just hysterical. What about the the Sith Jar Jar? You heard that one? Yes. Yes. The, the, the theories. Yeah. The theories. Oh, you know, and and uh, I, I always pronounce his name Hayden Christensen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was atrocious, and he. Oh, t- his name was Mannequin. Mannequin, yes. yeah, sure. yeah, and he and, and you know, and, he, and he's now a directed DVD actor. Seemingly. Sure, he's but, off the um, scene, right? No, he's trying hard. Now, Rogue One what, didn't have that. It didn't have the the Star Wars. Didn't have the feel, right? It didn't have the feel. Uh, it was um, the few points in it where they they gave you the old Star Wars. Of course, it was nice to see Darth Vader. Um, I wasn't necessarily waiting for Darth Vader. I think that was your statement. You, you spent, yes. you spent That's the best part 40 the minutes, and then, then Darth Vader was on, and you went and got a sandwich, and then he was on again. You know, and, 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 and kind of the way it felt. But it was nice to see Darth Vader, the, 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 um, uh, the, how evil he was, uh, and he was. And they, they gave him a little bit more swordplay. They gave him a little bit more attachment to the Force. Uh, and he wasn't just the statuesque um, figure, figure of evil. Oh no, he he was yeah. aggro. Yeah, yeah, he, he was he blocking was shots. He was throwing people around. Yeah, it was really and that, cool. And that was satisfying. Um, and it's a good thing that was at the end of the movie. Yeah, because that's the last thing you yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, yes, it was. It was. But um, uh, it it uh, and they they a smattering of characters. You saw some of the some of the characters. You know, out of the cantina that kind of walked by and yes. lots and of cameos. Else. But it was just a science fiction film. And and I was disappointed. Slash uh, war film. Slash war film. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And the characters they threw in were more. It was almost like they they grabbed them out of uh, any one of the many um, Star Wars comic books, or or graphic novels, and they they grabbed the Asian character. They grabbed this character. They're checking off the yeah. list, right? Now Alan Tudyk uh, voicing uh, diversity. Yeah, diversity. Yeah, uh, lo- we we love that word. We'll get to that uh, a now, bit later. now Alan Tudyk um, voicing the character of K two. K two S O. He was he was the best part. Was yeah, he, he, he was, was fantastic. He was, he was in action. He, but I, again, I think it was heavy handed. It's just like okay, well, here's the comedic <laughs> part. Here's the Asian. Here here's this. Here's this. 
and, and a little bit of Darth Vader. And that was it. And it was too much. It was, it was, it was a, uh, an hour and, th- what was it? I think it was two hours and 18 minutes of a teaser trailer for the remaining uh, s- solo films that are coming yeah. out. So, so, but I, I, I would give it a three out of five. Um, it may be unfair, and it may, be, it may deserve the fourth star just because it is Star Wars. It's the Star Wars fa- franchise. But as a film, as a standalone film, I would give it a three because just it let those nostalgia glasses yeah. off. I'm saying, I was going to ask you about you know, the nostalgia goggles because you're doing it with the nostalgia yeah. goggles. So yeah. that's, that's, good, that's yeah. fair review. Yeah, fair review. So, so go ahead. No, yeah. Sam, uh, should there, I start? Yeah, we yeah. agree with All a lot right. of that. Uh, I'm gonna start with the the formula. It, it was very formulated. Um, there's there's no longer that that Luke or I'm sorry. There's no longer that that love that we got. Now it's a, a calculated formula that they're gonna produce and bang out every year. Just like same thing with the uh, um, um, Avenger movies. That's or what, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like a corporate checklist. Yeah. You know, they're just like it's they formulated. Can't come up with anything new, so they're just like what what worked last time. And let's let's bang this out. And for me, it was just the clash of of rushing all the characters into one movie, and you didn't get time to kind of connect with them. Like the only person I really connected with that thought was cool was the robot. You know, well, I he, think he was comedic. I, I think what they tried to do, and I think it's and I think it's exactly what you mentioned um, on a diversity level. I think they're trying to connect with too many people. They're trying to introduce the film and get more viewership by introducing all these characters that are that are incongruous to the storyline that we're all used to. Instead of just concentrating on on the nerd nation and the techies and everything else, I think they're trying to pull in extra viewers and therefore they're they're making the they're they're padding their their books so to speak. Uh, and and they're they're I think they're disappointing their core audience. Yes. Yes. It almost feels a uh, Forced upon. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I'm sh- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's here always. Nice. Thank you, thank you, folks. Thank you, folks. <laughs> That's my one for today. But I mean, for me, as I was watching it, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to enjoy the movie. The first run through, I was like, okay, you know, it wasn't too bad. You know, Vader was cool. I like Forrest Whitaker's character. You know, he he was the pre-Vader. Had the breathing mask on. You know, partial robotic parts already, and. A good point that Adam brought up uh, on the drive here was, if you're if you know all your characters are gonna die, you should let them at least die boss mode, like with a bang. Yeah, yeah. And my my big issue was like you know all these characters are gonna die because they're not in any of the further movies, right? So that's true. That's so true. why not make them go out like a boss? And I felt like all of them kind of were red shirted, you know, kind of you know yeah. went out. Now for the, for those for those people listening, easy, like my mom. Uh, uh, spoiler alert! Did I give that? No, no spoiler alert. Oh, okay. uh, what is a red shirt? And Star Trek. Mm. Okay. <laughs> sure. A red shirt is a, a reference to like the original Star Trek series. Every time yeah. they would go on to an away mission, anybody yeah. wearing a red shirt was going to die. Yeah, they back. were like the random guy. Especially if it was a black like dude wearing a red shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you're done. Like, no, sorry. You're absolutely done. Uh, it's it's a you're going to live for about five minutes. A so. black dude in a red shirt in a Star Trek film was worse than a black guy in a in a uh, in a Friday the Thirteenth film. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You might as well just throw him in the lake now. It's over. It's already over. Any any red shirt, you're done for. But we were mentioning how. The, the robot, like, he had a better, he died in a better way because he was still connecting everything together and, like, still being in charge of all the doors 
Well, getting shot also at. Also getting shot at and, you know, taking people out. No, yeah. I mean, uh, it's interesting that yeah. the one the one character that died well was not human. It was a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was hmm. humanoid at Disney all. Disney maybe will influence that? Uh, oh, yes, yes. Right, did you, did you right, hear so about that this week? Mm. Apparently, uh, Disney got approved for a self-patent humanoid project they have going on. So what they're going to do is they're develop, currently developing anatomic robots. Mm-hmm. That are gonna start wearing the suits, you know, of mm-hmm. Mickey, Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. and interacting with your kids from now on. That's not creepy at all. That's well, no, I, I, I robot before we know it. Yeah, but unfortunately, that that uh, there there are a tremendous number of people that are are are, are character employees. You know, they're gonna all lose yeah, their jobs exactly. at some point. I, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, that's not fair. We can't just let the humans keep the job. We have to give it to robots. Another uh, another uh, you know autonomous. We need more John Connors in the world. That's right. Well, there's only, you know, I mean. So, all right, one last point yes, on Robot ahead. and we can move on. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> the last thing that got to me was, was like, the CG faces for Tarkin. That, w- that was. And Leia. Like, every time they were on screen, it was just, like, it didn't unsettling, feel right. you know. Um, well, now, the one, obviously, you know, the, they, both characters are, are passed away. Dis- P- right. P- Peter Cushing. Um, played the I can't remember the character's name. Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin, and of course, uh, recently passed away was uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, Carrie Fisher's I thought was um, uh, it, it was inferior. Uh, however, I mean we're talking about uh, you know a technology that is astounding, regardless. But that is that I, I was I was thrilled to see the Peter Cushing character because they between the actor that was playing him from from the the, the Behind, rear scenes right, yeah. and the CG sure. okay I'll take you that you can kind of buy it right yeah but it felt like it was kind of forced like why do we even need this character you know yeah. why don't we just make him a hologram um, you know yeah. exactly right, they can talk to me at the hologram so so I looked this up and it says um, in aesthetics they they have a term called the uncanny valley. Okay. And it's the hypothesis that human replicas, which appear almost but not in exactly like human beings, mm-hmm. elicit feelings of eeriness and revulsion among observers. The uneasiness you and get. So, so when you see these, like, you know, fake, you know, faces and, you know, you just don't, you know, feel right. They, they don't look real. So I well, feel like that kind of took away from the movie a little bit. Yeah. Now, the designers, I, I'd love to speak to a designer regarding this because there is that one unexplainable factor that CG can't pull off. Um, I don't know if it's lip movement. I don't know, you know, because there are so many muscles that... that facial tics. Facial tics that, that happen while we're speaking. There's something missing. Now, when they get it, yeah. we're in trouble. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. big time. Yeah, big when time. they get it. Yeah. So, so uh, thank you uh, for the comment about uh, Rogue One. Uh, hopefully that... Um, uh, that will shelve that uh, for for us, but um, I think uh, Adam and I just lost a couple more friends through three. this. Well, that's okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> we had a, quite an argument over this and uh, yeah. and the Force Awakens. Okay, so I gave it a three. Uh, so I, I, out of five, what what, do you, what would you give it, Sam? Me, I'm I'm there with you. Three, I give it a three. Okay, three. Adam. Okay, I'm there with the same. All right, so three. Yeah. There we go. So all the all Sam and Adam's friends, three. That's it. So, sorry, guys. There I'm so go. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nostalgia uh, blinders off. Now, now we're going to get a, this is a little bit better, um, uh, <laughs> more interesting here. Um, uh, John Thorpe, uh, a, a friend of the show and a previous guest, um, he often sends me uh, copious notes regarding our, our shows and um, uh, n- uh, absolutely no change here. John, John wrote <laughs> some, uh, some uh, here we go, if you're watching YouTube, that's page one. 
Uh, but thank you, John, for Did that. Did he but give you the trail mix too, or no trail mix? Uh, no trail mix. Yeah. Uh, although, we, although, we got a patent that one. Although now that you mention that, I'll be fair. He did mention the the Oreo cookie remark that Amelia made about <laughs> you could. It's it's not only organic, uh, and but vegan, but you could smoke it. Now John said uh, in his uh, work. and I love this. Uh, I love this term in his halcyon days. And that's his earlier days when he was when he was young and 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 uh, and uh, had hair. No, I'm just kidding. John has bullheaded hair. Um, uh, he um, he said instead you should first take the Oreos, separate them, take the take the cream out, uh, put in your pipe whatever you want to smoke right then, and then eat the cookies, and it will feel like an explosion uh, in your brain. So. So, all good things. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So, John, I think John will have a trail mix story for almost everything we talk about. <laughs> but John uh, uh, noticed or, or, or listened to the Kelly Schwartz uh, interview. One of the things that Kelly said is that our audiences are, quote, more sophisticated than audiences of past years or yesteryear. Now, John absolutely disagrees with this. And I have to say, I do too. Um, John said, quote, the, the sophistication is not the correct word. It's more jaded or more immune to, tech, to the technical wizardry of the films. And he further comments, movies, streaming content, video games, and the like are opiates for the masses. And like any other addiction, it takes either a new drug or stronger doses of the old one to achieve the same titillating effect. And he... Uh, uh, he goes on uh, to to discuss Amazon, Netflix, and everything else. I have to agree with John. So the constant binging is just yes, you know, just like yes. taking. So so it's not necessarily sophistication. Uh, it is not the right word. Possibly adaptation, and the the adaptive nature of of viewership now is like you said, we are capable of of hitting that house of cards. All thirteen episodes sure, in, in day. thirteen hours, yeah. yeah. And grab your Red Bull, grab your yeah. popcorn, and and hit it. And I don't. I, I think we've lost our ability to watch and self critique uh, during the film. Uh, and it just it's not we, we no longer see one episode, one film. Yeah. We're always well. What what did we just do? We talked about Rogue One. And how it and how it is affected by the rest of the film, Han Solo coming up, this and this and this. It no longer is 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 uh, an independent movie content. Yeah. yeah, and now and it's going to live up to not only the movies that are behind it, and exactly, and the exactly. movies that are coming, you know, after it. Right. So so I I do agree with John. Uh, now John, being a linguist, you know, he loves to he loves to uh, identify the words used within each statement. So I, I believe that's true. I, I think what John said that that we are we have we're developing a a thicker skin and immunity, and and well, I mean there's so much content out there. We're just inundated with mm-hmm. so much. Like maybe we're getting used to kind of some of the magic behind the scenes mm-hmm. type of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Maybe you know, it's just not all impressive anymore. Exactly. Jaded, is a, I think, that, is a good that's word. That's kind of that's kind of fair to look at it because sometimes when I. I do feel bad when I actually watch a movie and I want to enjoy it, but I didn't. But like, it's a bad writing or like, bad script. That's, or a, that's, what, I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, sometimes I, <laughs> I have to sit there and take a step back and look at myself. I'm like, am I jaded or is it just that bad? Because right. I, I would always ask you, you know what I mean? Like uh, the whole Power Rangers situation. Right. Like, was it really bad or was it just, just me? Well, was like, just me being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. And I was worried about that because I was watching Power Rangers and I talked to Adam about it. I'm like, 
on the on the drive back, I'm like, I, I I'm trying to understand this movie. I, I really want to enjoy it, but like I want to like this you, movie. You didn't hit my childhood marks at all. Like, you you gave me a robot that didn't like a Megazord, and I just there are times when I'm watching movies and TV shows, I do break it down to myself. I'm like, am I being jaded or was the content just that bad? Well, and I think uh, another problem, and and I, I think John would agree with this, is that uh, our retention skills are are almost on the floor now. Um, I'll use your mom as an example. And, and, is that and, your mom joke right there? <laughs> yeah, it's about to be. Like <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, uh, Adam's mom, I know, uh, reads, uh, uh, she's a prolific yeah, reader. She's like a book a day type. So. Yeah, and we can't remember a thing she read. No, no, no. she's good like a week after we're reading yeah. the same book and just yeah. enjoying it and all so, over again. So. And I think, I think that's what's happening. I think you rip through the first uh, season of Penny Dreadful. And, and you're like, you're, oh, what I'm I, ready for, I don't even remember. Yeah, I, I'm ready for season two. And, and it's just like, well, okay. Right, so, so let me use Hal as an example. Um, okay. Every year before the new Game of Thrones season comes out, mm-hmm. he watches all of the, from season one up to the current season. Right. Now, I don't know if that has to do with like maybe him, you know, binging it and then just forgetting all about season one and right. having to rewatch and rewatch. He's and watching rewatch it for all the rewatch. boobs. We don't know this, Hal. Well, True, <laughs> you know that's what we like, right? The boobs and the explosions. Boobs and explosions and, yeah. yeah, that's all we need. Yeah. But yeah, there's something to say with the binging, you know, and the attention span. Maybe you just don't fully concept. Yeah, that. You, don't, you don't retain it all because yeah, sometimes you, you get a text, it. you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna look at this quick," and then you kind of just sometimes miss the moment itself. Because there've been times where, like, uh, you know, you, you're trying to watch a TV show or a movie with somebody, and then they're on the phone, and you got pause it, and then you got rewind it. Oh, they're yeah. like, "Why are you rewinding for?" Because you missed something epic, dude. You're not retaining the situation. Well, you know? yeah, we have a section coming up about cell phones. We all need to put them down. So, Ugh. But lastly, about uh, one of John's statements, he, he, was, he, he bridged the two statements, uh, uh, Kelly's uh, sophistication statement and um, the gentleman's comment about Michael Bay being a god. Now, uh, <laughs> you know, his comment about this guy is this particular sophisticate, if you will, uh, wrote that Michael Bay was a god. And, and John says, Michael Bay, Michael, he is not a Michael Bay fan, I will tell you. And I, and I, have, I have a three-page email to prove that. Just on Michael Bay? Just I on Michael to, Bay. I'm going to have to read this after oh, the yeah. show. Uh, Michael Bay, <laughs> this is uh, John's quote, Michael Bay is to, is to the film industry what Taco Bell is to haute cuisine. And, and uh, you know, it's, um, it, it, John just feels that Michael Bay puts out schlock, and uh, it's, it's it's just eaten up by the masses. It's empty content and everything else. And that the gentleman, the, the again, the sophisticate that said he Michael Bay is a god, is an example of an individual that has no um, concept of the quality that should be demanded. And uh, but again, explosion and boobs. We're we're, well, we're all happy. Here's my question: If uh, John doesn't like Michael Bay, then he'll definitely hate Ube Bowl. Do you guys remember Ube Bowl? The guy who made the movie Dead uh, Postman or Postal and uh, Dead or Alive. Like Uwe Boll okay. is the king of har- horrible movies. Like terrible he takes, horror movies. He takes all these uh, game franchises that you enjoy and he just craps on them. Okay. Like uh, Blood Rain and um, oh man, that first person shooter game Pro- Primal. Primal Rage. Is it no, no, Primal, Primal Fear? Primal. Um, the first person shooter game where like you can hunt down animals. And like uh, in the jungles and stuff. I know that's so many. You've games. lost me. Right. Well, the, the, I'll figure it what out. about the director? Well, Ube Boll, he he's known for just being horrible. And there's actually been moments where he challenges his critics, the reviews, to come boxing with him in the ring, just to see what happens. Yeah, 
Because he wants to well, screw your abuse. I'll yeah, take you he, out. Yeah, he wants to fight him one on one, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, dude, you're you're, but, you're horrible. But in in a, in a global society, that all we do, we're doing it right here. Um, there, but we're not doing it anonymously. I mean, we we're we're on YouTube, we're on iTunes. Uh, but uh, the global society that we have hatched, uh, that it anonymously uh, critiques everything. Uh, uh, I have to say that I wrote a review for Alien Domicile. And uh, it was less of a review of the film and a rebuke of the people that gave it a bad review. Right. They're sitting in there with their, with their 48 cats in their little dark computer room saying yeah, that just, this, this film or that film or this actor and that actor are bad. You know, I, I, I think that that definitely needs, you know, the, the, get out and do it. Do something, you know, make a podcast, do this, do that. It's not easy. You know, right. and I and I and I hesitate. That's the know. internet weenies that they they have that uh, wall of you know you know being invisible on the internet, so they could say whatever they want. Yeah, and yeah. and you know sometimes you gotta have you know a clear headed review to yeah. balance the the trolls review. Well, so. I'm I'm all in favor of uh, of uh, comprehensive and intelligent discourse. Um, in any subject, we're not getting it right now. I mean, uh, uh, our 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 president right now. Um, is is atrocious at discourse, uh, and uh, it is, it's amazing. But um, uh, if we can if we can improve that, you know, and have uh, lengthy and intelligent conversations about certain subjects, that's what I'm hoping. You know that that we can get out of this podcast is um, mm-hmm. is a wonderful discourse on many different things. But uh, uh, well, uh, thank you, John, again for for the many comments. Uh, we're we'll, we're going to read those after the podcast because we don't have time. Um, uh, but right now, uh, one of my favorite sections, it's Adam with the Nerd Alert. Nice. Well, first off, I wanted to do a little shout out to, uh, Judy Casso. Thank you for hosting us last night. Beautiful barbecue. Um, she said she's going to start listening. So shout out to Judy. All right. So for the Nerd Alert, um, wanted to start out with, uh, Marvel. They're kind of in the, in the hot water here for a couple of different reasons. Um, first off, they had an artist uh, from Indonesia snuck in some secret messages kind of uh, about some political discourse in his country, and now he's, he's in the hot water, and Marvel says they're going to reprimand him. Yeah. So my first thought on that, without reading any of the article, was isn't that kind of the point of comics is to bring up social ju- injustices and kind of talk about them in a way that, you know, you can... Now, what I, uh, I did not read the story. I'm, I'm aware of it. Now, was it he reprimanded bit. for what he did or that he did it? Because well, I agree. That he, he did it in that Marvel wasn't aware until somebody on the Internet was like, hey, these are actually references to, yeah. um, you know, these uh, protests yeah. in now, Indonesia. I, I have to say, I agree the fact that he did it, regardless of his statements. Uh, that is bad. Because I mean, this this is this is a, a creation of someone, and you're you're infusing your own stuff in there. Sure. Uh, but go ahead. I I, I just want to make um, sure what he was being reprimanded for. Well, so so what it was is a couple of images. Um, in the comic was like uh, X, X, X Men Gold number one, um, a recent uh, you know new startup uh, comic book. But uh, they had a scene where Colossus is swinging a baseball bat, and he's got a passage number written on his jersey. Mm-hmm. And then another scene that's got some uh, another number that's in reference to these protests um, on on a building. 
a biblical passage. No, no, like um, it's it's the number two one two, and it's just in reference to these protests. It's just so a number that's come to represent in Malaysia their, itself. Right in Malaysia, their okay. Yeah. So so he's kind of snuck these in, and and now uh, yeah, Marvel's kind of taking some heat, and then uh, said they're going to reprimand him. But my um, my question yeah. to Adam was because uh, we're discussing this, I'm like, how how did it even get by in the first place? Because mm-hmm. they there's one person's job to just check everything, and and not just one person. It goes through like. Multiple channels. How many steps before it gets to print? You know, and nobody caught an well, obvious I, passage on the T-shirt. Exactly. Well, well, that either that, that their check and balance system either either failed, or he had support of the people that were checking. Or somebody that yeah. <laughs> sure. sure. My my theory my theory was that it was a uh, the M word, the millennial. What happened was they sent him over the paperwork. He looked at it. He's probably got a quick text. He's like, uh-huh. "Oh, I need to answer this," oh, or this or he has to continue his Candy Crush game, or him or her can't continue the Candy Crush game. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's fine, you know. Well, and it also could be... It's a lack it, of caring. It, yeah, it could be, uh, yeah, exactly. Or it could be uh, ignorance to the situation. Oh, def- I mean, definitely. You know, I mean, they, they, they may not have known what was going on in Malaysia, and, and I'll, I, you know, I could t- pick 10 people outside here, and they wouldn't know. Sure. So, I mean, it, it could be many things, but... Well, um, you know, they didn't know until it was brought up, you know, by these... By know, the internet. The blogs and the stuff. They, hey, you know, these numbers are in reference citizen to, journal- right? c- Citizen journalists, huh? Sure, They sure. broke the story. Yeah, yes. pretty much. All right. Right. Page one. And then this coming after uh, uh, two weeks ago, um, the VP of sales from Marvel had some remarks that said, basically, I don't have the quote in front of me, but diversity in their comic books is hurting their sales. So the black girl Iron Man and, and the, uh, see, I wrote them down female here. So Thor. female Thor and Captain America's now Sam Wilson, who's black, and Peter Parker now, Miles Morales who's black and, and uh, Mexican, uh, and then the Hulk, he's now uh, Amadeus Chow, he's Asian. So he's say, basically saying that all these new iterations are hurting their sales. Um, you know what? I, I, I disagree that you, can, uh, you, you can't pigeonhole it into saying it's a diversity issue. Thor is what Thor was when he was created. If you look at, at Norse mythology, that's Thor. That's Odin. Yep. And, and it, it, it doesn't matter what diverse public that you want to attract. It's not Thor. You know, and I, I had a problem, you know, although Samuel Jackson is fantastic. But that particular that was the, character, kind of the start of it, right? yeah, that, that was kind of the start kind of it. Of. But but see that that had nothing to do with the diversity issue. That was the the box office power of Samuel Jackson. That's why you they know, put him in there. That's where you know. But, uh, well, they weren't going to use David Hasselhoff again because well, he had that one <laughs> Nick Fury movie that yeah, anybody yeah, watch it. Bombed. But but Nick Fury, Nick Fury was classically white. Yes, Thor is classically a big blonde dude, you know. And and I think people want, in not only Marvel but in mythology. Exactly, he's a exactly. Norse guy. But right? but to be fair to the listeners, the context is the reason uh, Thor is now Jane is because she's worthy. Just to be fair, just let folks understand the context. Thor became unworthy of the yeah, hammer. Yeah, he became unworthy of the hammer. Jane picked it up. She and Jane, Jane picked it up. Oh, okay, but, but again, but you know, it's 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 really um, the people that are complaining about these comic book characters, and now they're changing all these classic characters to mm-hmm. these new people to, to please right, these to, people to please these people who don't even buy comic books. That's the problem, exactly. And that's why your sales are dropping, all exactly, right? because yeah. the new the the people that are reading comic books still love their classic characters. But yeah. do you also think that sometimes it's some also, the writers, because we we ran into issues where there's lazy writing, or we call it lazy sure. writing. Sometimes, like the comics, kind of do that twist where it's not original at all. You're like um, oh, the prime Captain example, Captain America. Yes, yes, right. I was bringing so, up. So Captain America is now Hydra agent. 
Like, mm-hmm. how lazy is that? He, like, he, he, was, has, he was brainwashed you know, his whole time. 60 years of, of backstory about and this they character. Threw it out. And they're just like, no, let's just make him Nazi. Completely against he's a Hydra agent ever. now. Yeah. Well, like, now, now, see, at least that issue is an arguable, contextual issue. Okay. It, Agreed. It, it is not, uh, you know. It's a story and, arc, yeah, whereas this is. Uh, it, it allows the comic book reader, uh, you know, the, the, the masses of them to, to debate that. Okay, whether you like it or not, it is not, it is not you know a, a catchy and current diversity issue, right. and yeah. I don't think that individual, the VP of marketing, I absolutely don't think he should have been uh, reprimanded for that because that is exactly what it is. Now, could he have chosen a different uh, tact for that that statement? Yes, he could have said, you know, well, I'll go back to Thor. Caesar was a title; it was Augustus Caesar, Julius Caesar. Right. You know, Thor isn't a title. Thor is an individual. Correct. He yes. was he was a god or demigod, if you want to. And so you you can't say because she's worthy now you're Thor. No, he's still Thor. <laughs> you're you're Thoret, a female Thor, or yeah. whatever you want to call her. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and uh, you know now when I. I don't understand why they think they're going to. Again, it's trying to pull in a new audience, just like Rogue One. Let's stick all these people Same in Same thing, there. like Power Rangers. All of the check like, marks. You know, yeah, you got the black guy that's always, he's, he's, he's uh, autistic. autistic. You got the, the girl who's, yeah. who's uh, lesbian, a Mexican, who's also a lesbian. You got the Asian guy who's, who's yeah. troubled, but he also, gung-ho. you know, he, he's he very his mom, the whole time. You know? Yeah. They're just checking boxes, like yeah. I said earlier. Like, you just know? focus focus on the quality of what you want to deliver and then worry about the diversity You know, later, why, why not think? make these characters new characters that are cool, you know, not just taking over all of our old great characters? Well, that's like, you know, the, the only reason we're having Sam on is to attract Chinese people who like sriracha sauce. <laughs> Check marks. <laughs> well played, well played. We're, we're, we're clear. Well, know? I don't know. There's, is there that many tall Asian people nowadays? I don't know. Uh, your whole family's tall. What are you talking about? Well, all the guys. <laughs> True. But I was going to say... Uh, Sometimes it feels very forced, you know, the diversity itself, they just shove it down your throat. It's like, yeah. uh, guys, guys, let's focus on the main part, which is the storyline. Give me so, a story. Yeah. 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 Like, at least with uh, DC, they insert their diversity, but these are new characters. Like the newer Green Lanterns, you know. You got a guy that's uh, Muslim, and you got a girl that was uh, from the sex trafficking trade. Like, she's a Green Lantern now. And, like, they, they're extending their universe slowly, but with newer characters that are diverse, which is fine. But for you to blatantly, uh, what do what Marvel does and uh, just bring these new characters and shove in your face? I feel like they have like this this big thing about legacy. These like past years in comic books, like it's all about you know giving your mantle to somebody new. And I don't know if that's quite working out the way they plan or the relaunch you know, or the or way the readers want it. You know. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't like the ones. I know. Uh, I remember the last time you know that I looked at comic books. Unfortunately, um, Superman is dead. I have that issue, and 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 now he's not dead. Now now he's dark. Now we change the costume, and now we do this. Now he's a girl. Now he's a black guy. <laughs> you know. And and I no. I don't think it's. I think for for the classic, um, for classic viewership, for people that that really have this as a full time hobby that love it. I think they deserve better, you know. And like like Sam said, just just uh, just changing storylines. You know, Captain America is evil now. Uh, gimmicky. Or, yeah, gimmicky. And and it's and and I think you're right. Again, it comes back to um, marketing. You know, and, yeah. and for the new pack of people that they think are are watching. But these right. these newer people aren't even going to read it. Like, no, exactly. people that are going to read it, they're newer. 
mm-hmm. are the kids of the parents. Like the diehard fans, their their kids can slowly be raised into it, and they'll fall follow suit too, yeah. and read these. But as for the newer like hipster millennial, they're yeah they're gonna buy it and put it in their mantle to look cool, but they're not actually gonna open a page and read it itself. You know what I mean? They're just gonna say, oh yeah, I have the comic book. Yeah yeah, I, I have that too. Or buy you, one or two and then just give up on it. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. did you read it? Like, no, they, they didn't read it. So. No, more to the point, they didn't read all of it. <laughs> they, they read two pages, you yeah. know, or wh- whatever medium they did. They only read two pages and move on because now that they, they, they now they, they have that content. That, that's all they need to know about it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it kills me. Yeah, it kills exactly. Me so much. Yeah, super but, fast. Um, let us know what you think, everybody. I mean, uh, this is a tough one. Yeah. But I well, certainly don't think one. he should have been reprimanded. He may, he could have possibly worded that differently. Um, but um, uh, it's true. It's true. You know, things are being changed and people don't like them. And if their sales can be tracked to that, then so be it. That That's that's the fact. It's all about the sales. Yeah. And but, um, continuing into that note, yeah. um, Nintendo discontinued their classic NES system, which is terrible because I was totally going to get one. It's only sixty bucks, and it's you know thirty the old best school 60 games. Bucks like, how is that not it was, like it was like thirty mass produced, right? Thirty like thirty. Yeah, it was 30, preloaded, right? Yeah, 30, preloaded, 30, thirty-three, yeah. thirty games, thirty games. Yeah. It was awesome, right? Sixty bucks. So they've only been on sale since November, and they've sold a hundred. I'm sorry, at one point five million units, um, and it was never intended to be. It was like never a long term thing, right? It was, it was just to, be, to wet your whistle until the switch came out. Exactly. So that was that was yeah. good good tactic, but for me, uh, for those folks that are techie and nerdy we know there's one thing we could always do which is make our own emulator and then we can just download like all 100 games true which easy is, enough is these days to find an emulator you can download all of them but but who, uh, who has time for that right? right i'd rather just go spend 60 bucks and buy a system and then hook uh, it up hdmi like, yeah that's that's <laughs> cool that's good nostalgia all right yeah but from a from a business standpoint i, I found that interesting i did read the article um uh, they they were having trouble meeting demand oh yeah big time um and so they're, they're, I think their choice is ass backwards. They just, okay, we're not okay, going to make gonna it anymore. we're going to stop now. We don't like your money. I mean, uh, you know, Dale Carnegie is rolling over in his grave right now. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I find that to be an amazing. Now, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put the, uh, the, uh, the comparison, the switch, and, and it was a lead up to the switch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really uh, think about that. But um, I still think, you know, they were, they, were, they were able to still crank out more millions, more units, and, and uh, we're not going to do that anymore. No, Adam and I have a theory though. I think they're just gonna wait till Christmas and just hit you. Right. Yeah, hit totally. you at Christmas and probably mark like, it up. Okay, we got a holiday version. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? I don't understand the is, why they don't like money. The the new thing nowadays too is also with Nintendo. Uh, they have special edition 3DS XL almost uh, two th- every two to three months. There's a new edition like. Well, it, don't Pikachu, you think the 3DS Zelda? is gonna like um, be discontinued because they're gonna go to the handheld for the. That I don't um, know, but, but I know personally the people who are still buying the special collector edition 3DSs constantly because uh, my little brother is one of those guys that like he'll wait in line or he'll pre-order his to get that special edition. Like there'll be times at home I'll come home and he has <laughs> two to three brand new ones 3DS XLs because they're all just special editions. And the problem is they actually look cool and they look nice in your this hand, This is his, too. like, collector's thing. He gets yeah. all the 3DSs. Oh, well, that's it's cool. It's horrible. And I kind of heard <laughs> I had that, you know, the because of the, the Switch being handheld, that they might, you know, discontinue uh, 3DS games. I, I said a transition. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Plus, the loading time is amazing, too. I mean, the transition is so smooth from TV to handheld. Yeah. There was no loading. You just pick it yeah, up and I go. I think the developers will jump on that bag. Well, I think uh, the... 
it's beyond our pay grade. I think there's a lot of there's some, there's, <laughs> there's some big business going on here. Yeah, there's apparently, a reason. Nintendo well, we, doesn't want money we, though. So. We, we get paid. I I, well, we get paid. I, I, <laughs> who gets paid here? Subscribe. That's right. Keep subscribing. Third on nerd alerts. Yep. Um, the, uh, former LAX nightclub is being turned into an esports arena. For well, I guess the second of its kind here in Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, uh, the there's one in the, the downtown Grand, as Sam yes. told me. Um, that's already been hosting uh, tournaments, tournaments every month. Yeah, for quite some time now. Um, but uh, they they were trying to offer something really different at, uh, at the Luxor. And this I don't is gonna think it's going to work. I really don't think it's going to work. Well, it'll be overpriced, I know. Uh, well, that's, that's the thing. thing. All right, that's, that's the big thing. Yeah. It's like millennials, they don't want to go out and spend money, yeah. uh, especially in these clubs, and buy these $20 drinks. So well, we can just watch it on Twitch, stream yeah, live. Exactly. So why, what makes them come out to a, a casino, to a nightclub-ish? Right. Oh, don't know? forget, don't forget. Pay for parking or use Uber. Right, that too, and, mm. and and come out to watch these events. Like, I mean, that's a it's a really big gamble, I think, for them to do that. But you know, it'll be the first one, like, really on the strip. Well, so yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's you know, little little pockets of nerd cages everywhere, and and I and I, it's it's all money. It's money based. This is Vegas. You know, we're yeah. we're, we're 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 all in this to make you know, money. They want to be the first to really innovate. Yeah, exactly. Like, the but experience, you know, they. But I think these really huge tournaments to come out to Vegas and, mm -hmm. and host an event that's it's pretty well, huge. You know, you know? And, they, and, they do draw crowds, but and if they if they get major sponsors like EA or Blizzard or you know whoever's you know putting out the 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 esport you know versions that are able to be you know played on an esport in arena. Sure. Um, but Sam's actually absolutely right. Um, uh, you gather up individuals, gamers, that enjoy this type of situation. Uh, they want to have an ease that, that, you know, a lot of them maybe are, are, don't like to go out to things like this. Inverts, uh, uh, social yeah. folks. Yeah. Gamers Inter are, introverts. You know, introverts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um, notoriously. But even for people that aren't introverts, uh, you, you got to think there is the parking. You got to risk your life with Uber. Make sure, you know, your Uber driver sure. isn't going to turn around and ax you in the head. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, then you got to pay for parking. Then you got to pay for food and drink. Then you gotta pay, well first you pay, have to pay, pay to get in yeah, yeah. and then uh, then if you're actually in the competition you gotta pay for that so I mean you could be in yeah, you a could couple be of in, bills right before yeah. you even start easily I I kind of feel bad because I mean I know what LX trying to do with all the bells and whistles but it might work the first couple times but then everyone's gonna catch on and be like nah it's overpriced and see and and much like poker. Adam's gonna he's watch watch Adam's face, much <laughs> like poker and the weenies that they have made superstars. Oh, um, I, I can't think, argue that. I think what they're going to do is they're going to try to. It's going to be it's it, it's it's akin to to uh, wrestling. Uh, it's it's not going to be competition per se. It is going to be entertainment. Entertainment. And they're sure. going to have they're going to have these you know big stars. You know the the Joe Blow this and the, the teams the yeah, teams, teams the EA out. the this and that and uh, the, you know the it's going to be the oh God Phil Ivey and Daniel Negrano and all these weenie guys that are going to have these this amazing status sure. but then they forget about everybody else it's like well yeah. all all kids want to do is go there and and watch their have favorite fun. games have fun yeah. play games you know and it's going to be it's gonna, I don't know it's it's going to turn into an NFL overproduced yeah. yeah you mean like a XFL <laughs> XFL Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Although I know a lot of guys, a lot of football fans that that, that miss it. 
that missed the, the really oh yeah oh man i watched a good documentary on the xfl yes on espn, on ESPN was, 30 for yeah. 30 oh yeah mm. it was great man they're right though they're right the fact that all the players kept getting hurt when they ran for the ball it's oh like, yeah yeah injuries like galore right mm-hmm. oh man but uh but you hate uh, me well, you know, I, I, but, but on the other side of it, uh, you know, I do, and I know the, the panel here does, uh, we, wish, we wish it well. We, wa- we yes. love to see new, yeah, wonderful I mean, I would, things. I'd love to go and, you know, catch yeah. a couple of championship matches. We'll, for, we'll, we'll grab our press badges you know, and go over and watch yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, we, we'll report we'll totally. back to you guys. <laughs> I'm down. But, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, I, I warn the people that are bringing it in, make sure that you understand and take into account the feelings of your core audience. And be genuine. Be genuine. be genuine. Don't be. Don't approach this with a you know corporate uh, mannerism. Because yeah. if you do, It'll we're gonna smell all it. Away. Yeah, we're gonna I mean, smell it a mile away, and then know, we're gonna just Twitter about it. If you if you walk into banners of Gatorade and Ruffles and and Bud Light and everything else, you, I, I I swear to God, you're gonna lose your audience. If anything, welcome us with uh, Doritos and Mountain Dews. Those are still major. Hot pockets. But it's a Las Vegas thing. We love Las Vegas. Bring it all in. We'll test it out for you. And yeah. if, it's, if it's a success, we'll all go and have, have a great time. Uh, which brings us into the Las Vegas 3. Um, Brittany's out. She's oh, no. She's gone. Oh, no. Yeah. Britney Spears. What? what? She did it again? But why? <laughs> Britney Spears uh, is... is um, I haven't even got to see her yet. Closing. I did. I, you know, good show. It's a good show. Did it's a good show. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good show. Uh, she does a good job. Um, and uh, uh, she is closing out her residency over at, uh, at the uh, Planet Hollywood and being replaced by Ricky Martin. Now, living la vida loca. Uh, yeah, now I, don't, I, I, you know, I, I find it hard to have an opinion about Ricky. I haven't seen him for a while. Um, I know that that, that um, you know there was a time frame where he was really hot. He then came out, you know, in in a major way, um, and then he wasn't hot, which I find that's interesting. Uh, but uh, he stayed in the wings, and I think he's been he's been honing maybe his skills. Um, and From what I heard, he was uh, on Broadway. Yeah, he, he yeah. was. He was indeed. And uh, to, to mixed reviews, but I think, I think he did a good job. Um, but uh, he's now going to be the, um, the, the big draw over at uh, Planet Hollywood. Now, we've already talked about Planet Hollywood um, and the theaters there. Um, they, they need to... Ricky's great, and Brittany was great, and all the people they could bring in are great. It's, <laughs> it's the venues that aren't so great. Uh, very um, uh, inconvenient and unpleasant to visit. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, well, I don't know, the, the masses of crowds that aren't necessarily there to see the show. No. no. Um, they're just, mm-hmm. they're, well, shopping. We'll call it shopping. You can tell that we love being on the Strip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love it. People that live here, it's, the Strip is tough to go to. But, uh, no, Ricky Martin, we wish, wish him well. Welcome to Las Vegas. Uh, and uh, um, uh, I, I probably will end up seeing the show. Uh, I, I think it's, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know what he's going to do. I, I, I think it's uh, singing, dancing, of course, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know, mm-hmm. after Broadway, I mean, I don't, is it a step up, step down? I don't know. Uh, hmm, that's a good call. It's a paycheck. It doesn't it's matter. It's a paycheck. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, right, it's yeah. Uh, and then who, who else is coming in town? And, and uh, not a residency, don't, don't get me wrong, but he's coming in uh, uh, very, very soon, actually, May 4th, I believe. Um, Dave Chappelle. I just saw both of his. He, he released. Uh, he, Brilliant. He, he penned yeah, a deal with Netflix. 
and I love it uh, because uh, he had already shot two of them. He penned a three uh, three stand up deal with Netflix. He already had two of them in the can. I think it's great. <laughs> uh, and uh, I saw the first two, and it was outstanding. Oh, yeah. He's still on fire. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, I did not know that there was some animosity between uh, he and Key and Peele. Uh, now, now apparently, Key and Peele. Wildly popular, obviously. Sure. Stole you, his you, show, basically, is I, what he said. I, you showed watch. me the first video I ever saw of Key and Peele. Yeah. I, I knew them, but I didn't realize they were together. Yeah. Um, and uh, they stole his format. I don't know if you can steal format, but... Well, I don't know. Did they, did they steal it, or did Comedy Central just force them to follow the format? Because Comedy Central right? does have a format sure they that make you follow. They're like, yeah. this was doing great. Yeah. You need a new host. Bam, you're in. Yeah, yeah. Now Dave, you know Dave uh, retreated, you know, and, and wanted some privacy. And Lord knows, I want that, you know. And if I wanted, if I was in the public eye like he was, to be able to just disappear for a yeah. few years, hell. Yeah, and he felt that that what he was doing wasn't wasn't what he wanted, wasn't good. Um, but he also feels that that Comedy Central possibly, but Key and Peele took the format that he built. And uh, cashed out. Yeah, cashed out. And he he mentions that in the concert. But man, I'm telling you, if you are a stand up comedy fan and had Netflix in any possible way, watch it. it. He he is as good. And I think he's down to earth. I think he's landed his balloon. Uh, and um, he's more confident in himself. Oh yeah, he's very legit. Yeah, like, I like. Um, it's an older, wiser. Not I guess will. there's not a lot of spoilers to give out. But I mean, in the in the stand up itself. I really love the intimate moment where he actually takes a break and he looks at the audience and asks him, hey, uh, who has a cigarette? Right. And then someone throws him a cigarette and he's like, what's this, a menthol? He's like, okay, mm. okay, it's probably from a white guy. Because Newport, that knows from a black guy. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't stop laughing about that because yeah. he was being genuine and the yeah. audience were actually there, you know, everyone started throwing their cigarettes at him. I was like, well, I guess everyone's going to take care of him, you know, help him out. Yeah, I wouldn't have touched it, but that's all right. <laughs> no, but uh, Dave Chappelle, welcome, yeah. Dave Chappelle. He's only here for the one night, I believe. I think it's, I believe it's May 4th. I'll have to look that I'm up. just glad that he's back in general. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy for the guy because yeah. he was very genuine during, in all his interviews, you know. He's like, I just stepped away from limelight because it was too much. Yeah. It was, and that's break. fine. That's fine. Got to get know. to somebody. You know? yeah, I mean, exactly. That's, that's a lot of pressure in Hollywood. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, again, welcome, Dave uh, Chappelle, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, all get out there to see you. Um, Las Vegas uh, is the host to many different things, and right now, coming, I believe it's coming up. I, I don't know if it's um, uh, currently happening, but uh, we host the International Pizza Expo. Actually, it's yes, no, it just happened. March. It just, just happened. happened. Yeah. Okay, and uh, uh, we have uh, we have several entries into the Pizza Expo Metro Pizza. Nice for for like best uh, local pizza or. Well, the, whatever they want to enter, best okay. pizza, best local pizza. I mean, we have Angelinas, we have all different time. But uh, but uh, for all those folks that are not uh, from Las Vegas, listening, uh, you know, especially in the Midwest and the East Coast, uh, um, we 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 have the most unique. Uh, incoming shows and conventions that you could even imagine, and I just I, I included this because how cool is that? A pizza expo, right? A pizza expo. I yeah. totally would have gone too, because yeah. all right, my side gig is is Pizza Hut, so right, you know, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have went. We could have got badges for that. I know, I know, but uh, but uh, uh, you know, we have everything from from pizza to we have a, a great one called Nightclub and Bar. If you want to, yes, just, I think that took place right after the week of the Pizza Expo, yeah, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> grab some pizza, then uh, grab a drink a week uh, later. I mean, we sponsor. Too bad as, it wasn't like right next door. 
Yeah. <laughs> we as a city, we sponsor almost everything you can imagine. We we do everything from, you know, of course, telemarketing and and and, and the rodeos, and, and banking and the rodeo expos. Yeah, but uh, but just to, for for people that maybe don't make it to Las Vegas or don't make it for certain things, uh, just know that we have everything in the world here. Uh, you know, but yeah, pizza, we, pizza guys, we had a pizza convention. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, and uh, next year we're looking in yeah next one. year absolutely yeah. uh, and then uh, lastly in Las Vegas three Las Vegan uh, and that's what uh, people are, who people are uh, from Vegas are called it's Las Vegan not vegan right no not no, not no. Las okay. Vegan Las Vegan sure. Baron Vaughn now Baron Vaughn is an actor uh, 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 acclaimed actor currently in uh, the show on Netflix Grace and Frankie with Jane Fonda uh, and uh, Lily Tomlin I've actually seen it all. Great show. Uh, it's a little bit for the older crowd. I watched it with my mom. Uh, but uh, uh, Baron Vaughn is a character in that. And he is going to do the voice for Tom Servo in the Mystery Science Theater 3000 nice. reboot. Now, I have to laugh. For those of you watching or haven't seen it yet, look at the, f- the, the last episode on YouTube uh, for the Pod Bay Door. Uh, we were showing the uh, trailer for Alien Domicile, and uh, I, I didn't do it on purpose, but I, I, I dropped it, uh, the trailer on the green screen, shrank us down, and as I looked at it and it was all done, we looked like the Mystery Science Theater guys. Right. It was hysterical. Just sitting there commenting yeah, on the trailer. it was really funny. Oh, uh, but uh, uh, now do you guys, uh, I actually n- never saw the show, I, I never watched the show, but then I, then I picked up a couple of episodes. Did you like it? Did you watch it? The MST? newer one or the little one? Uh, any of them. I used to watch older ones on the Sci-Fi Channel when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was sick from school, couple, yeah. I'd stay home and watch that all day because it was entertaining. Because they're always yeah. like terrible, terrible B movies. Oh worse, yeah, right? I would love it, and they would break yeah. it down. And I kind of screw into it because now me and my friends, you know, we go watch the movies and we'll comment. And we do on the it. same thing. Yeah. The same like we would thing. go to private screenings at the theater. And just do that exact same thing and just talk it out. Right. Um, so this is great. Yeah. Um, looking forward to, to watching. It's on Netflix right yeah. now, right? Yep. It's uh, available yeah, it right is. now. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, is it, is it uh, episodic? Is it, I mean, they have, uh, how are they presenting it's all, it? It's all ready to go. Yeah, it is? Like, it's all banged out, ready to go. Because our, okay. our, our mutual friend, uh, Jennifer, she's already watching it. She's tweeting about it. She said it's actually pretty funny. She's about three episodes in. She said it's pretty good. What, all right. So what do they cover? Do you know? Uh, I didn't watch it yet myself, so I don't know yet. Okay, I know. I'll I have to I, check it out. Yeah, isn't uh, who did you say was producing? Um, uh, Hardwick. Hardwick. Yeah. yeah, he's behind the scenes on this one too. Huh. So yeah. Okay. All right. Mr. All Hardwick's right. dabbling to everything nerdy. <laughs> yeah, he's the host of The Talking Dead. And now uh, talking with Chris. Yes. His new show on AMC. Uh, his podcast, The Nerdist. Yes. Nerdist. He's got another show, yeah. uh, Midnight uh, at Midnight. And, and then also uh, The Wall. Uh, the or was it? Is it the wall? The the bouncing ball game where? Oh, um, was that Hardwick? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. yeah, he's in everything. So yeah, pretty much, right. he, he doesn't cool. sleep. He doesn't sleep. He just takes uh, cat naps. Yeah, and then oh, wakes yeah. up. Hey, per, well, but he's pulling down the dollars for it because I know he sold Nerdist. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Good for and and, and sold it and kept the job. I that, I love that. I love yeah. to hear that. Especially well, about podcast. The, the coolest part with him with Nerdist too is um, all the staff members are his friends. All the, these are. A majority of people that used to work for Attack of the Show or G4, mm-hmm. he brought them over, and everyone has a job. Like Jessica Showbot. Mm. All right. Well, that was the Las Vegas three. Uh, uh, thanks, guys. It's uh, uh, we love Las Vegas. So if you guys ever have any questions um, or need us to do some research and want to find out what's going on, just let us know. We'll be glad to uh, look into that. Um, the next section is for just 
Jamie. Actually, it's not. Uh, but I've recently um, been confronted with some interesting things regarding cell phones. We'll call this one, What Grinds Your Gears? And what Grinds Your Gears, <laughs> that's right. Uh, and uh, uh, of the many things that do... Uh, gear grinding, uh, cell phones. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this one because um, I think uh, we're going to get a big amen from all the listeners and watchers here. But cell phones, um, I, I recently saw a, a video presentation of a speaker. Uh, I didn't just see it. Uh, my crew was photographing it, and we, do, we were photographing the speaker on stage. And I happened to be editing the package and happened to see the speaker, it was a side shot, a profile shot of the speaker, and beyond the speaker to the lower left of the frame in several shots was this front table. Now, front tables are usually reserved for VIPs listening to the speaker. It doesn't matter what the speaker was talking about or, or what the conference was, but the most interesting thing about it is it was a 10-top, meaning there were 10 people seated, seated at a table every single one of these individuals was looking down at their phone during the people the person speaking and he was it, it was not a request it, they were not uh, asked to look at their phones and, and research something uh they were not looking at a program because the programs were hard copy every single person was and i just i was appalled so everybody's on Facebook or no multitasking respect. or doing something while exactly. this guy's trying to That's give ridiculous. a speech. Exactly. That's and not, and I and I was insulted. Wow. I was ins I was not there. I was not the individual taking the photograph. Uh, one of our crew was, but um, I was in, I was so appalled and so insulted for that speaker. He I don't believe he knew because you know obviously you're speaking and, and you're you're focused in, in other areas. Well, you don't think that they're aware of the people that aren't watching them, right? I mean, like Dave. <coughs> sorry, Dave Chappelle said, you know, he from on stage. It's funny looking at all the people watching him you know yeah. i would think that if you're on stage giving a speech you're still looking around the room yeah and, you know if, if 10 people engage, are doing this engage thing, with like, the audience at least i would feel right. a little disrespecting you know oh, I, I would, uh, you, you know, know i haven't done yeah i i would and 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 it's insulting because whatever that individual is saying the content of his his uh his words uh, uh apparently is not important enough to well, they're to, not getting the whole concept yeah and they're and, only halfway getting Oh, and we were just talking about that. And scene. that just represents a, a percentage of the people in the room. There were probably eh, five hundred. For now, my question is: um, for these people that are on their phone, mm -hmm. are they older crowd, millennials, or what, what's no, the age this range? Crowd, no, this was a uh, this was a diverse. You know, the demographic was uh, very was diverse, wide. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I, I, the the person in the in the foreground of the table was had to have been 40 plus uh he was balding and and on his phone um and what what's scary is the fact that these 10 are just a, re a small representation of the remaining room can you imagine if i i, oh. I didn't have it in in shot if but, you could look around oh my god so 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 and the other thing is i wanted to bring up is that um i was sitting uh having a meal with my wife and looked around and the same thing. Yes, people are on the phones. We well, got meals. to eat nowadays. Everywhere, man. Yeah. Everywhere. And and you know, and and I'm actually taking out children from my from from my comment. Children are children. If you, I would love them to be quiet, and if they're, they be, they're distracted, you know, that's what that is. Exactly. Everywhere is there. But but again, you know, having a meal with a cell phone, terribly insulting. Gotta Not take only a picture first. Yeah. Oh my God, taking a you picture. Know. We'll get to the picture part, but and, and then you got to text the person across from you. One thing, one thing I do point out though <laughs> exactly, is exactly like when we go out for lunch or like when we go hang out with friends and have a meal together, 
we're actually in depth having conversation. And for every now and then, if one of our friends are on the phone too long, I'll be like, uh, hey, uh, you're hearing out with us or your phone? Like, Yeah, Sam's not afraid to call people out. Because I, <laughs> I get so annoyed by it. It's like, if we actually took the time out of our day to come meet up and hang out, let's hang out. Yeah, We we don't need the phone. We're, we're here. Let's hang out. We can talk smack about the other table starting their phone. That's cool with me. But, I mean, come on, man. Seriously? And there are times where, like, you know, I go out to have meals with my, my brothers and we'll sit there and we'll commentate on these people, these couples. They're spending just, just minutes. The whole and, time. The whole know. time. Like, we've seen a couple. They don't even talk anymore. I, I've seen this, like, with my, my own bare, bare eyes, I guess. Um, this couple, they're sitting there holding hands and they're eating, right? <laughs> and then as soon as they're both phones ring, they let go of their hands and they both grab their phones and eating and then just get on the phone the whole time. And I'm like, what What the hell just happened? Just, yeah. I, I don't I don't get this. Yeah. And then when the waitress comes up and asks, how's your meal? They're like, mm, they're like just heading out or something. Very, very grunt. Very. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're busy. Well, Can't you interact with the people? Like, geez. And I'm not even going to get into taking a picture of the food. <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to eat the food. Don't let I it get like, cold. I like the idea of going out with a group of people and having you put all your cell phones in the middle of the table. Yeah. Whoever touches their phone first pays for the meal. Yes. Wow. That's cool. You like that? I like that. I like that. And you know who it's going to be every time. Yeah. You, you know your group of people. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. fine. Oh, yeah, you know, sure, I'm right. fine. You know, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but just taking picture of that, like, like my, my company has an Instagram account. I don't have one personally. I don't have anything personally, thank God. Um, but but I, I periodically check and make sure we haven't gotten, gotten hijacked and we're, you know, right. selling penis pills. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, I, I did the other day Instagram. And, and I rolled through. as like, you know, burrito, meatballs, this and that. Stop taking pictures of your food. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care how good it looks. Yes, <laughs> just to eat the food. It's going to end in the same place. Yeah, the let, let the professional <laughs> photographers take the chef's stuff and stop taking pictures uh, of me. And I have to be fair. I do take pictures of my food, but to troll my friends. I have friends that like, oh man, I'm hungry, you know, or I would like, uh, check out this. Sucker. Uh, well, yeah. but, but that should be peer to peer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, hey, dude, remember this hot dog they used to make, blah, 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 and then shoot it over to them. Right. Don't, don't. That's oh, just you're, for you're, everybody yeah. to look at what you're eating. Yeah, now it's on the servers forever. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know? freaking like uh, Snapchat. They Snapchat their foods. I'm like, oh, uh, why? All right. Because that's what I needed to interrupt my, you know, daily whatever. Six seconds of your food. I swear, my one last thing about the cell phone use. Everybody, please get off your damn phone in theaters. Like, seriously, you're here to watch a freaking movie. Watch it. I agree. Isn't that a foregone conclusion, though? No. I mean, apparently not. They have a a big splash before every movie, right? You know, turn your damn phone off. I know. And yet, Sam, last night had some asshole. Yeah. All through the movie. I'm sitting here watching a movie and. This person left their brights on. At least dimmer your phone, okay? If you dimmer it and you try to make an effort to, to to be, you know, like a ninja about it, that's fine. But you didn't. Yeah, but you get like one or two of those. Yeah. You know, but if, you're, this, if you're doing it the whole movie, I might have to say something. Yeah, and the problem is I was I was conflicted because it was an elder person, and I want to yell so bad, get off your fucking phone. But I was like, oh, man, but it's an elder person. What do I do? Right. Well, right. elderly or not, they, they should know better. You know, they should know yeah, better. You should. But, or, um, you should. I don't know, am I allowed to take them out back, old yeller style, or is that too much? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out my, my grounds here. You know, <laughs> where's the middle ground here, Sam? Maybe find that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, put yourself... In fact, uh, we uh, let's all put them down. Yes. No one's that important. The only person that should have a cell phone on them at all times is the, is the father who is about to have a child. Yes. You know, and they're okay. Everybody, and maybe a doctor, and not a dentist, just a doctor. 
you know, but everybody else, put your phones down and have a conversation. Shake somebody's hand, for God's sake. Oh, have... And eat so, your food. Stop taking pictures. The handshake's going to be long I'm gone sorry. Here. Yeah. Have you guys noticed the new generation don't know how to handshake? They, it's so limp and, and, and weak. I'm like, uh, what happens to, well, everybody's worried about you. What happens to the firm handshake? Yeah. Like, handshake like a man. Like, yeah. you know, give a proper handshake. Well, now it's all daps, you know. Well, no. When I get a proper handshake, <laughs> I'm in shock sometimes. I'm like, oh, this person actually knows how to have a proper handshake. <laughs> all right, you get points for being human. <laughs> all right. So last episode. We, points. Yeah. <laughs> last episode, we had somebody uh, make a comment about uh, the gaming. Gamer. And 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 uh, and digital gaming, and um, not not uh, gambling. Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll have a whole episode about gambling. We'll um, teach everybody how to play gamblers, right. yeah. poker, right. and craps. That's, That's what we'll do. Sure. Uh, but uh, gaming, gaming is a huge issue, obviously. And and we uh, and uh, I know at least two guys at the table uh, have have time and, and play games, and uh, they have uh, some definite opinions. Oh, we we, we do research. Uh, that's what's yeah, called sure. We're researching. In the mobile now, I was told to cut down the list because we could talk about this for weeks. Oh, so God, yeah. so we did cut oh, down yeah, the sure. list. Uh, uh, the first first up is the mobile game, uh, mobile right. Yes. It is okay. Yes. It is mobile. It, it yeah. Super came. Mario Run. Correct. Yes. And it was only out on uh, iPhone for a while. IOS and for a while. Just a couple of weeks ago, it came out for. They still Android. make iPhones. They do still make. A, I don't know. We're why. on iPhone I don't 20. Even know who uses that? Yeah, We're on right? iPhone 20. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Are they big or small now? Uh, medium. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you wacky iPhone users, uh, but I'm sorry. I'm go ahead. Super Mario Run mobile game. Mobile game, yeah. It's yeah. it's fun. It, it's uh you know back to the original Super Mario. Um, this one you always you're always running coins. you're always running forward and, and all you do is jump. Okay. Um, but you you run through the levels just like you would a you know classic Nintendo Mario. Okay. Um, but in this one the model for this game specifically is they're only going to give you part of the game, for free. Mm. And then yep. once you get to a certain point in the game. You got to pay for the premium version uh, in order to unlock the rest of the levels. So it's, it's essentially um, ransomware. So, uh, a little bit. So, <laughs> so Sam and I both played, you know, the free version, and obviously it's we it's, enjoyed it's, it. It's cool. It's good. It's very yeah. cool. It's got you know good graphics, nice uh, you know soundtrack, uh, fun levels. Uh, lots but I see you on you know, money. You I'm can, good. You can even build your own little mushroom kingdom. Okay. Um, so it's cool. Um, but yeah. once you get to the point where you have to spend money. Both Sam and I are, you know, we're just we're good. We're done with it. No, um, you do. Um, you bail on it, yeah, right? Bail yeah. On it. Okay. I'll bail. Because are they really going to change? Is the game really going to change that much after $5? No. No, but you're going to get, you know, instead of three levels, you're going to get 15 levels. Yeah, but aren't, 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 well, yeah, but I mean, you, okay, it's just another level, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah. longer game. That's what you're going to pay for. Yeah, but I mean, um, I, I, ha, haven't, ha, did, in the, would you say three levels? Mm-hmm. In three levels, wasn't weren't you, were you able to give a well? Obviously, you're able to give a critique. Yeah, I think you're 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 you were satiated. You know, your your need for the mobile. We, we game got our fix. We oh, got yeah. the fix. Yeah, I played it. It was cool. Um, I got the gist of it, and, yeah. and and then I didn't feel the need to 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 play more. I guess it didn't give me that incentive to like go. spend money. You weren't you weren't using down continue. Bowser technically like okay. last time. All right. Um, well, and, and you know this this game has got a. a that, you know, billions of downloads, whatever the number oh, is, gosh, I'm sure. and, then, and then only a small percentage of these downloads actually buy the rest of the, the full game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's been an issue that that Nintendo's having to work out. Yeah. Um, okay. Because uh, stock plummeted. Did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that backfired. The game backfired big time because it got a lot yeah, of downloads, they were, they were but expecting the it to, purchases to really, didn't go as high. Yeah, make some money. Hmm. And that's what probably led to the uh, the uh, NES system being released <laughs> to sell, and make more money. 
That's possible. It's all but a big they, conspiracy. But they, yeah, they cancelled it, so <laughs> well, they did you, you told me, Adam, that you feel that the that everything consoles were gonna consoles die. Are dying. And, yeah. yeah. You think they're still dying? dying? Um absolutely. I think eventually they're just gonna evolve into a PC kind of and like an yeah. all purpose server type okay. of deal. Well well, well we can't let the PC gamers win, bro. It's a console sword. No, no, a console's gonna go and everything is gonna be mobile. That's how it's that's how I feel about See, that. See, I just, I, I'm that, uh, uh, be, being a, you know, half-ass gamer, you know, <laughs> I, when I have time, I play a game. Um, that kind of scares me. You it know, does. I, I, mean, I, I was. I, I love the, the I waited, I waited titles, you know, Final Fantasy, yeah. uh, uh, you know, The Last of Us, you know, all those kind of games. Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. Yes. They're not coming out for mobile. Well, I'm going to date In my that s- quality, you know, so you're going to need a console for that type of well, yeah, game. But it, it's, ex- it's exciting. I'm going to date myself. I was, like, w- waiting with bated breath for Atari. I mean, I had Atari and nice. Asteroids was ready to go. Oh, yeah. Love Asteroids. You know. And so I'd, I would hate to see that go away. Now, uh, well, since you mentioned consoles, or I did, um, uh, we'll skip down yeah, to console games. Now, God sure. of War, um, reboot? No, uh, um, soft reboot, I so, guess. Continuation? Continuation, Because they've yeah. had they've, um, they, new, yeah. new, new overall kind of concept for the okay. game. Okay, because nowadays you can get like the three-pack. three, a three pack. The bundle? The bundle, yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. Now, God of War is, is a great series. I've actually platinumed all of them. To date, so <laughs> I could say that I'm a pretty he did, big he fan. did a lot of work. Yeah, he did I've done some work, work in this in this series. So you um, did. So in this one, he did a lot of humping, literally, because there's a there's a part of the game we got hit triangle. It's true. So there's like mini games. So for sex. he has a sex with the ladies. Yeah, okay, it's interesting. Nice. Okay, um, <laughs> we digress. <now. laughs> uh, so so Kratos is uh, he's already killed all the Greek gods. Yeah. Um, and now he's he's in this new. I guess it's supposed to be Norse Norse mytho- mythology, mythology now. So he's gonna go after the Norse gods now. Now his background, he's Sumerian. He is Spartan, so he was oh, Spartan. He was uh, fooled into killing his his wife and daughter by the god of war, Ares. I gotcha. And okay. then the whole story is him going after Ares in the first one, and for the revenge. gods in general for revenge, right? Okay. And he eventually becomes the god of war, um, and now he's killed all the gods. So now he's got a new son in this game. We're not mm-hmm. really sure where the kid came from. Yeah, we're not um, sure about the timeline yet. Yeah, the timeline, like he looks pretty old. He's like old man Logan style. We we seen the trailers from uh, last year's E3, and it just became silent. Like, yeah, we, we haven't really seen too much else. since then. A hmm. little bit of gameplay. Like he's lost uh, he's lost the chains of Olympus now, and now he's 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 just an axe wielder. So it's going to be a lot of close combat in this one, probably. Okay. And I feel like uh, this one looks a little more interesting. I. I I do have faith in the game because it's produced by the same studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Monica, was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I have faith in those guys. I mean, they, they never let me down mm-hmm. yet. So we'll see how it goes with newer graphics, newer system. It's just that they've been so quiet now for so long. Like, Well, hopefully hey. that means that they're actually, you know, putting their attention toward this game. Yeah. Side note, I beat Mass Effect Andromeda. You didn't seem Surely happy. disappointed with that game. They, you, you it just felt like they phoned in the whole thing. Everybody, so. see, I keep seeing articles. Everybody still is continuing to be. Even yeah, they've patched out a few things. They did and, patch out a few things, yeah. but it wasn't enough to make the game feel like it was worth the crap. Okay. Um, the ending was, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully they continue the storyline because it really left me with. Are they going to release a uh, I'm sorry patch? Questions. You know, uh-huh. or just, or just, just uh, give me my like sixty dollars back. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I doubt that. But uh, speaking of disappointing, and we'll, I'll make this quick, uh, Red Dead Redemption. Uh, the, I, now, that's what I can speak on. Um, I, have, I have looked and played both uh, Rockstar Games. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is uh, coming uh, out. Coming out. Um, oh, 
I, I'm not a storyline fan. We've already talked about this in the pre in the in the pre. When it comes to video games, yeah. And uh, I want to get out there. I want to, ha- you know, shoot, and I want to, I want to kill things and He's blow very things basic. up. Blow things up, tits. Yeah, yeah, kill people. <laughs> exactly. In that case, you should go watch Fast Eight. And I want to get <laughs> right, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that film. Uh, but, but I want to get right to it. Um, you know, as I said, uh, you know, when it comes to porn and video games, I, I, the storyline is kind of silly. Now, I, I, you know, and I understand that is, that's totally wrong, but I agree with you on parts of it. I understand. <laughs> I that understand that a lot of the gamers, they love the storylines. They love to be a part of, uh, you know, uh, what looks to be a motion picture. They're even all the all the how they make them now are, are motion pictures. But um, uh, I think they, there is a there is a small section of older gamers uh, that likes to just strap it up, get in there, well, and start shooting. Right, now, Something do like you Contra? think that's because you uh, grew yeah, up with games Contra. like Pac-Man and, you know, Asteroids, where there was yes. no storyline, oh, it was right to the game, you just right to the action. Yeah. So it's always Double that's Dragon. Right? That's Double true. Dragon, well, so, Contra. So was most NES yeah. game. They didn't have much storyline. You're right into it. You yeah, know, they might have had two or three words of, like, backstory. And with today's games, you're going to get an hour's worth of backstory before you even shoot the first bullet. Yeah. Now, Sam, exactly. Now, Sam laughs at me and, and he tells me I'm wrong, but I'm not wrong because I played the game. Uh, you know, you're 20, 25 minutes on a horse before you get into something on Red Dead Redemption. But, but you didn't gallop. That's the problem. You, you didn't gallop. <laughs> well, well, you I, shouldn't I, have to, like. I, sh- I shouldn't have to immediately speed through the game, you know. And then another one, uh, Metal Gear, we talked about earlier. Oh. Um, uh, it was a constant skip. Skip, you know, and skip. But I, you're I, missing I, out the, the important parts of Metal Gear. That's there, the thing. There's nothing important about it. It's, yeah, it, it there, we need to line. shoot things. Well, you see, no, uh, Metal no, Gear is a different wrong, type of game. You want to just shoot stuff, there's Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, so Metal or, or, Gear is, is is like a whole movie yeah, experience like, wrapped like within for, a game, me, wrapped Adam, within another, like, Metal Gear is more the uh, yeah. finesse. Like, they said in the title, it's an espionage game, but there's a lot of finesse to Metal Gear because if you played any Hideo Kojima game, you know that his... His specialty is actually the storytelling, kind of like um, if you watch a movie, right? And you know this director is famous for certain things. You're gonna watch it, like Tim Burton's famous for his style, or Michael Bay explosions, or John Woo for doves and bullets. Right. Well, <laughs> Hideo Kojima, he's famous for his storytelling and his interaction with the characters, to where you're actually invested into the game itself. Well, but no, but if it, my, my, I, the investment that, uh, that I have in a video game is the gameplay. I'm invested in pushing the buttons. I don't want to. I don't. I, uh, Kojima may be a talented guy. I don't want to watch a movie. I want to play a game. There's definitely an argument there. You know, you know and the, the, the I, I, if I want to go see a movie, then status. he needs to produce a movie like Final Fantasy. Produce a Final Fantasy movie. I'll watch that. You know, but yes, it is like a. It is like Tarantino. And he, everybody has their their different kink. But but this is a video game. You know, I, I want to start shooting. I want to, you know, do something. I want there is a decision-making process in a video game that is the uh, that I think is being lost by by showing me a movie. Being able to interact with the story. You know, an opening movie, an opening scene that all video games have. You know, where their helicopter crashes and they slow you down. You know, to where you're crawling on the ground. Um, everybody seems to do that now, uh, but then they get going with the game. You know, give me a good Clancy Rainbow Six. Well, have you tried any of the Uncharted series? Yes. You didn't like them at all. It's okay. It's it's puzzle games. Those are puzzle games, you know. Oh, and got you just, some action, but it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And the other one uh, the, the, that you liked, um, uh, the the um, the Last of Us. 
Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's that, that's got some storyline to it. I, that's that's what I love yeah. as a gamer. I'm, a, you know, yeah, I'm it's, an it's, RPG lover. So to my, it's a storyline and and a puzzle game, and I it was a snore. Yeah, see, I don't uh, know. that's the type of game I love. Though I so. guess I guess we're uh, fired again this week. We're gonna file it yeah, under. You're fired. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna file it under lost. Okay. Lost cause for for Jamie. <laughs> now 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 back back for for uh, the uh, those of us that like games you know that are old school. Uh, board games. Uh, Pandemic Legacy. Uh, Pandemic originally was a um, uh, an all-inclusive game where the group of individuals were playing a board game and ultimately they're playing against the game itself, the game's rules. Mm-hmm. You aren't playing against each player. And they have taken it even further with Pandemic Legacy. Uh, fantastic board game. Uh, looks fantastic. I don't have it yet. Uh, but um, now, not only do you play against the game itself and its own rules, but the game then um, uh, has the ability, or you have the ability, to change the game. Um, and here's where here's where you're having a storyline. It's interesting. You you now are changing the game's storylines. It used to be, it's a it's akin to the, those old D and D books where you would come up to a you know thing and make a decision. Yes. Sure. And then it would change adventure. the book. Um, but but uh, you're now changing rules. You're changing methods. You're changing content um, throughout the game. And so it just no, con- but, it, but it's not just one game, right? So it's like <laughs> over a span of time, ten or twelve games, right? Correct. And you actually are changing physically or permanently rules to the game. Yes, it's almost like um, uh, uh, like Mozilla. It's it's uh, what am I looking for the, the term? Plugin? Uh, no, wherever it where it's open source. Open source. Yeah, it's like literally almost like an open source where you're changing, but but it's only your version. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's very cool. cool. Yeah. And and what I kind of read was the game kind of adapts to your play style. So if mm-hmm. you're constantly doing one thing and that's making the game real easy, it, it has a way to kind of nullify some of those advantages right. that you're going to get. Right. That's that's pretty crazy. So yeah. I'm kind of curious to see how that works. Exactly. Well, uh, for those of you who wanted to talk about that's games. It's on Kickstarter as well. It is? Oh, yes, it is. It is. Uh, for those of you who want to talk about games, there you go. Uh, please let us know uh, some games that, uh, that you'd like to talk about and tell us your opinions. Um, now we're going to ha- go into a section. We've got to do this one quick, though, because we're running long, I think. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, movies that are coming out. I, I'm trying to, you know, pick some some cool ones that I see some interesting things uh, on the uh, cinema boards. Um, Aquaman. I did not realize was going to be a standalone already. I I heard that it, you know. Yes. Uh, and they've uh, now put on Dolph Lundgren. Um, yes, as yeah. a character, um, coming off of the interesting announcements and the battle between um, uh, uh, Stallone and his people, uh, Expendables, um, I think it's a marketing ploy, but Expendables 4 is uh, in trouble. Everybody, we're in trouble. Uh, Stallone and Avi Lerner, um, uh, his partner in, in forever. Uh, they're they're uh, at odds, and Expendables for it'll, it'll be fine. It'll get patched up soon. Yeah, it'll be Dollar fine. Bills. And just, you know, everybody says, "Oh, I'm, if Stallone's not in it, I'm going to bail." Okay, quick, well. quick side notes to let you know: um, the day at Cinecon where they took the pictures for Justice League itself, mm-hmm. uh, that day they showed the concept art for Aquaman, and then that was the day Momoa was like, "Okay, by the way, I'm flying off to go film Aquaman right now." So as soon as he left that press junket, mm-hmm. he literally went all off to go start filming Aquaman. So as we speak, they're already right. filming. They're already knocking nice. it out. Yeah, and really also, um, uh, other nerdy movie news, um, they're already filming uh, if, uh, Infinity War right now, too. Yeah. Just to let you guys know. Part like, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're yeah. getting the ball rolling here. 
And okay. then uh, next on the list uh, that I, I think is going to be fantastic because I'm a fan of both yes. actors, Atomic Blonde. Oh, my God. Um, this trailer was awesome, by yeah, the way. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, I'm a McAvoy fan. Um, not necessarily his work in, um, in uh, X-Men, but... Um, what about Narnia? Do you love his work in Narnia? <laughs> no, was the goat man? Not so much. <laughs> um, I'm not going to let you live down, McAvoy. Sorry. He's, he's <laughs> developed into a good actor, though. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. But uh, uh, And he and Charlize Theron, um, uh, wow. I, I was very impressed with the trailer. Uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, it, 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 it's a, it's a, lot, a lot like a lot of films um, that I've seen. Um, a little bit of Hitman. Um, yeah. A little bit of... Um, uh, John Wick. John Wick. A little bit, yeah. A little bit of John yeah, Wick. Yeah, a little, little James yeah. Bond, you know. Obviously, um, she's an MI6 agent. And then a little bit of uh, Everly. I don't know if you guys saw that film. Uh, no. With, um, yeah, it was... Um, um, I'll think of her name in a second. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think it's going to be fantastic, um, uh, th- which brings me, th- since I mentioned Hitman, uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Yes, the uh, <laughs> Deadpool Nick Fury movie. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> why not? You know, that's why I say about well, you why not. you got Sam Jackson, yeah. and, you know, you got a bunch of yelling and the, mother F The trailer mother already yeah, had right? him saying motherfucker, yeah, so right? I'm good. Was, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Was, I'm ready to go. And you got yeah. Van Wilder, of course, which, you know, <laughs> Van he's, Wilder, exactly. he's just hilarious. And these two together, like, oh, man, instant classic, right? Right. Can we, uh, can we talk about the announcement of uh, Cable? I think that's yeah, a big issue that we need actually, to talk about. Yeah, we got that right here. We're getting there. Hold your horses, man. But I think you're right. I think it's I think it's just a fun Shoot it in a th- in a uh, on a green screen set uh, and just make a couple yeah million nice extra. comedy it felt yeah. very uh, shoot 'em up like just like where you have some action guys, some explosion you know yeah. shooting lots of comedy and the know, best part I need to mention though was the music in the background when they played uh, oh the, the bodyguard, bodyguard from oh. uh, Whitney Houston exactly. oh, oh, that's, the trailer, that was uh, so music. smart yeah. and uh, <laughs> and then uh, one that's coming up and a director that I know Adam likes oh, uh, yeah. Christopher Nolan Dunkirk I think. Uh, I believe it's his first foray into a war yeah. film. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a little nervous about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we think, you know, I love the director. I, I don't know how well a straight-up war movie's going to do. Yeah, because uh, there's no... Uh, but you know, he's going to add his own little flair to it. He's always got he, these, like, real crazy, will. mind-bendy things going he, he on. He will, so. but the thing is, there's no Tom Hanks. So I don't know who we're going to actually save this time. You know, there's no Tom Hanks in it to That's right, we got to Tom Hardy, us. I guess. Oh, yeah, it's true. Tom Hardy instead. Yeah. Bane. Bane and Scarecrow teaming up we again. We got a Tom. Tom's in there. <laughs> but, you know, you also got Hans Zimmer as composer, so, you know, it's going to yeah. have a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the trailer speaks for itself, but uh, war films are tough. I mean, they are. They're, they're very they're hit or miss. Generally speaking, it's the purvey of Gibson or, or Eastwood. You know, it's a, yeah. it a rough, that's a rough thing to do. Um, but uh, you know, this could be the next Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. They'll you know really push on to the yeah. Academy Awards and yeah. stuff. So. Now, now I'm uh, you know again watch Adam's face. I did not like Inception. Really? No, I, I there was something about well, it. Well, it makes sense, this. Adam. Adam, it makes sense. He doesn't like loss, so of course he's not gonna I like know, Inception. Right? It you makes sense. Like the it's mind-bending movies. You know, Come on. Inception I, was amazing. That was like probably my favorite movie of the year. You think so? Yeah. Oh, it was mm. so yeah. good. The concept, mm. the right. layers upon layers. So and the cast too. Good yeah, cast. that's a great movie. And yes, Sam, Sam is correct. Uh, we've talked about Deadpool two uh, in past episodes, and they finally landed on Josh Brolin. Uh, for the character of Cable. Yes. Good choice. Good choice. I like it. You know, Th- you know Thanos double dipping. Why not? Right? Yeah, why, why not? Um, now, uh, he's played graphic novel characters before. Yes. Uh, Jonah um, Hex. Jonah Hex. Cough, cough. Which bombed. Yeah. So this will be uh, like... But it was also in Sin, be, City, Sin City, though. Sin City. Sin City. Uh, yeah, a girl sure. to die for. A dame. A dame, dame to kill for. Dame yeah. to kill for, sorry. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, so, I mean, he's used to the concept. Uh, plus, I think, um, he, uh, he, you know, he had some comedic flair in Men in Black 3. Mm-hmm. And, so Go- I, and Goonies too, right? <laughs> yes. God, Sam, you're not that old. Well, that's a good movie. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, um, now, uh, is he? Uh, I, I don't know. Is he the only other major character in that? Is is he, he's the villain? Right? Or no, he won't be a villain. Is he? An, he's an antihero, he, though. Yes. He's, uh, he's the one that's going to keep Deadpool in line. Yeah, he, okay. he's the um, uh, serious guy to get Deadpool's comedy act. Cable is, okay. uh, is uh, Cyclops' son from the future. So he's, he's, not, he's, he's still very, like, straight edge, if you will. Yeah. So he's, he's there to, to be the balance to Deadpool's craziness and com- comedy. He's okay. the very straight face. The, the, the cool you know? part is that since he signed for four-film feature, that guarantees us that we're going to get X-Force. Right. The only thing I'm worried about is, is Fox going to get in the way again? Because... If you let these guys continue doing what they're doing, we'll get good results. But I feel like sometimes when the studio steps in, they get in their own way. And we have situations like... Um, Suicide Squad? Well, no, no, worse than that. Uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. Remember yeah, the one the one we sat good. through horribly and just shook our head the whole time? And we had to wait another hour or something minutes to see the cool classic costume at the very end? Yeah, that was the only good part of that movie, too. Yeah. A little teaser at the end. And then McAvoy saying, oh, that's my favorite tree. Mm, that's about it. <laughs> another example of bad writing, but well, that's an that's a whole other episode, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry. No, but there's a lot of films coming up, uh, and I was surprised when I was looking. Hopefully, at some them. good ones. Yeah, and there's definitely some. Uh, uh, next episode, we'll talk about some that are coming to Las Vegas um, uh, that, that that were just confirmed. So it's uh, uh, again Las Vegas. Uh, we'll go back to the, the the opener. Las Vegas is a place to be for movies. I don't know why um, he thought that we're not not a good place. But Maybe he didn't get the love when he came out here. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, it, it's time for Area Fifty Two. Um, dedicated to some strange, weird, wacky facts about Las Vegas and Nevada in general. In fact, the first one uh, is about Nevada, which I found it to be a very interesting percentage. Uh, the, the United States government owns a large percentage of the land um, uh, of the entire United States, um, 28% of the U.S. in total. Now, of that... Uh, Nevada is a major percentage. In fact, the U.S. government owns, and this is BLM land and so on and so forth, Bureau of Land Management, um, 84% of Nevada is owned by the U.S. government. So we're literally, Las Vegas is an island it's a, it's in a government lot of desert, land. A lot of desert up in northern. A lot of desert, a lot of mountains, a yeah. lot, of, lot of everything. Uh, but 84%. Didn't, didn't you say in the last podcast how much of Vegas was... Um, government land too. It was quite a big number too, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh, and the fact that uh, most of Las Vegas, uh, the the Las Vegas that people know, isn't in Las Vegas. Right. Uh, it's in the city. In fact, we are sitting. Our studio is sitting in that same city, in the the spectacular city of Paradise, Nevada. Did you know that? We're yeah. sitting in Paradise, Nevada. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, now th- this one is just a fun one for me. Um, uh, back in the late, uh, as late as 1870, uh, when there was still a lot of mining going on in, in Nevada, um, and there's borax, there's uh, some gold, uh, lots of silver mining. Uh, not anymore, but uh, but 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 uh, borax is still done. Um, we used camels 
and, and I had to look this up because I was I was for sure that we didn't have camels and we had camels and I was blown away that yeah. apparently we had camels. There are pictures life. of camels in the Nevada desert uh, as pack animals. That's right. Up to the up to eighteen seventy. Now obviously that's a long time ago. Uh, not a lot of camels left. No, no, no. That's like I said. I had no idea when I first got here in Las Vegas. Oh Lord, twenty four years ago, um, there was a show at the Luxor Hotel, which is the pyramid, uh, and it was called Winds of the Gods, and it was a lot like the term- Tournament of Kings now at the Excalibur, and they had a little tiny uh, um, white camel <laughs> in the show. Oh, oh that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, very cool. And it I was, uh, it was underneath. It was in the sort of the, um, the sub-level level of, uh, of the Luxor, and you went to see the show. I had dinner and they had a little baby white camel. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, mean go figure. Yeah, you know. Not a lot um, of camels in Vegas, but there's a lot of jackasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, that's right. That's Up right. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be here all the rest of the show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, the average visitor to Las Vegas obviously uh, um, is involved in gambling in some way. Uh, and uh, again, I found this number to be pretty cool. Um, sad uh, that people would lose this much, but the average <laughs> Vegas visitor gambles four hundred and forty-seven dollars. Now, now you just said loses. Does no. that mean they put it to the table, or they're actually no? Well, now, now the quote that I found yeah. is the average visitor to Vegas gambles four hundred and forty-seven dollars. So that could be coin in. Could be coin in. Which refers to which, the, which the, means the money how much inside money the machine put into the yes, machine, correct? Exactly. That doesn't mean necessarily mean they've walked away losing their five hundred dollars. Right. They could get that back, right? Ex- uh, yeah, they I could think double, so. triple, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but, but uh, zero tip though. But they won't tip anybody. <laughs> but <laughs> let's assume it's a loss at four hundred and forty-seven dollars. Yeah, that's quite so a bit. So that's that's how we pay for all of our stuff. All the lights and stuff. That's all the lights and stuff and the Bellagio. Yeah. Um, you mean the fire? Oh, poor Bellagio. Oh, hey, I, uh, everybody, everybody listening to this, I don't know if you're if you're from Las Vegas or not. <laughs> we were on the national news. Um, they took care of it, of course. Everything's fine. But Bellagio had a little bit of a fire on the on the old roof there, and uh, I I had the opportunity to go past. Thank God afterwards. Uh, because the strip was locked down, yep. uh, and you can actually see Fine. some burn marks. Uh, that, yeah, it was pretty bad. But hmm. um, does that make it the second lockdown in a row for two weeks less, straight in less than a month? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We. Uh, Man, we keep locking the strip down often. Yeah. It's uh, it's not good. And for those of us that live here, it's it's. it's oh, hor- it's a horrible it's a nightmare. Horrible. horrible. Yeah. And lastly, in Area Fifty Two, um, uh, we have. Uh, I th- I found this to be really cool. The U.S. postage stamp. Uh, that that is not, it, it's in circulation, but is not being put out new. Um, of the Statue of Liberty is actually a photograph of the Statue of Liberty <laughs> replica <laughs> in Las Vegas. Nice. Uh, that now, makes, who that's decided perfect. they were going to bypass that's right. and come to Vegas instead? Well, so. you know, if you consider the, taking a photograph of the Statue of Liberty, I've been in New York many times, uh, and um, obviously to take a photograph. That photograph, the way it's the on right the stand, angle, the right, yeah, yeah, you'd have to be in a helicopter, sure, is, sure. Or, or a very tall yeah. boat, which I doubt that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. so it's cheaper to come out to Vegas, cheaper yeah. to come to Vegas, and shoot it from across the street. That's right, exactly. So, and then go back, right then go back to the buffets, grab your meal, you know, that's right. whatever. <laughs> so, so again, I say it all comes back to Vegas. No matter what the subject is, stamps, money, movies, games. 
It's Vegas. Yes. Right? And we're not being cocky. It's just the truth. Just the truth. Sorry, guys. That's right. So everybody listening, it's a great city. We're proud to uh, be uh, casting from it. Um, And we want to thank everyone for listening and watching. Um, This is the Pod Bay Door, and we appreciate uh, everybody's viewership and listenership. Hey, you can catch us on the Pod Bay Door, uh, at the Pod Bay Door, on the Podbean app, or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch uh, the show on our YouTube channel, the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. This lets us know how we're doing. So we love the comments. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we want to hear from everybody. So send those in, and uh, we will talk to everybody as we can. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The pod bay door is closed and talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD podcast on Twitter using at TPBD podcast and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.